0: Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the challenge, ride or dies, finale, the true last part, episode 19, part 3. It's all over now. I'm Alan Aguirre. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Southern Luke Muncie. What's up, guys? The Vermontian Zoe Trimboli.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: And we're going to jump right into who won this season because if you clicked on this video, you probably already know because you have social media or you watch the show. You probably know. But if you don't know... Like five, spoiler. four, yeah, spoiler, three, <laughs> two, one. Congratulations to the winners of the challenge: Ryder Dies, Tory Deal, and Devin Walker. Wow,
1: deserved, deserved, Oddly.
0: incredibly. It was an amazing performance where we watched the best team dominate basically the entire time, except for one eating portion, essentially. And it felt satisfying. It felt fulfilling because they were the best team. And it's great to see the best team win.
2: I agree. The end, which I know we're going to talk about later, had so much potential to be screwy, Uh, but I'm glad that Tori and Devin won. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but Alan's exactly right. To see them dominate the entire final, aside from like two random
3: challenges, it was what needed to happen.
1: Yeah. I, by the end of it, Obviously, I've stated many times, I will always, always root for Nani. I will root for her in any capacity, every capacity, until the end of time. I'm glad Tori and Devin won. I've also never been more angry with Nani than in this episode that we watched. And I'll get it. I'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, it was a satisfying final, which feels good after watching certain people get robbed over the last few seasons um yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was great
2: yeah and i'm not the biggest fan of toria toms there are times that i'm like yeah she's great i'm i'm wishy-washy on her but zoe's saying people that have been robbed in the past i feel like tori's been robbed twice so like this is this is what she needed this is what she deserved
1: absolutely 100 percent.
0: there was such a cool confidence to them as a duo in that like especially that last day where it, it wasn't even like an ego. It was them knowing that they were prepared, that they were ready. Even when they fell behind, even when things got thrown, like their direction, when they, when they got sabotaged, they just came back and worked through it. They never really got panicked, and it was amazing to see. Like that's that's what really impressed me. Because Benaz and I, the second things didn't go right, they were panicking. They looked like the rookies. Like Devin and Tori were hungry for this win, and we're going to get it at all costs. Yeah, there
1: was just this like quiet quiet confidence which for the two of them sounds crazy but it was just like they had a stillness together as a team that they haven't really been ride or dies for that long like we all know that they have had a tumultuous relationship very recently tori was reading for emmanuel to beat him just was it last season yeah like but they came in on the same page. They stayed on the same page. Their communication was phenomenal. Like they, that was the blueprint for future co-ed seasons of how to talk to your partners. I just, I'm here, I'm here for it. I'm happy for them.
2: Yeah. I love the flashback to Ari, The One Second Chances. If you've not watched that, try to watch it somehow.
1: It's on I bought it.
2: Oh, I bought it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to pay $22 for it and that sucks, but it's really good. Uh Devin won that too. So, like crazy. But oh, I just spoiled it for everybody. Oops. Uh you well, so, always Tori came in seconds, so let's <laughs> spoil it further. You weren't gonna buy it anyways. Shanley should have won it. Uh, but I do feel like this definitely solidifies their friendship now because, like Zoe said, last season it was budding. It was a little hit or miss with Tori letting her, you know, attractions to manual take over. But it was good, especially after Devin and Cheyenne almost won Rivals 3. Like that honestly to me should have been their season and he was robbed. So <laughs> just what he deserves.
1: <laughs>
3: Shut the fuck up.
1: Luke, go home. You're drunk.
2: Well, let me just say this I'm getting off topic. So sorry. Don't care. The show's over. Thank God. Love the show, by the way, but it went on for a long time. Cheyenne, if we're being honest, Cheyenne won the challenge. She's making bank from MTV. So, oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. They yes. were. <laughs> congrats to Cheyenne for making bank. Continuing to get paychecks. They were battle tests to Devon and Tori. That's like, Luke, you always talk about being a fan for a long time and seeing the arcs over the years. Like, we've seen Tori get screwed over. And that's just like, they were ready. Like, they've seen everything go bad their way. So they were ready to tackle whatever. And it's just great to see. It's just, I, I love these arcs of people just growing over the years. And their stories are so different, but they came together in a way that was kind of beautiful.
1: Well, I think I think too, Alan, Devin saw his path to victory so clearly. He and I think he knew I'm never going to have a partner as good as Tori again. Like, look mm-hmm. at this field we're up against. Look at how our skills complement each other. And like the stars are aligning for me and I have to make this happen for myself. Because Devin would be hard pressed to win a final, I believe, as an individual. I think he has a lot of, he has a lot of great skills, but if he was running up against men whose cardio, whose endurance, whose physical strength is much, much better than his, that the puzzles wouldn't be enough for him. And I think that he knew that this was his time and he had to capitalize on it and kudos to both of them.
2: I agree. And I think this final Kind of solidifies in my head because I'm a big hater of finals recently, and like it should be this, it should be a checkpoint. Zoe said last week, like they should be going up a mountain, and I so agree. Like that's visually what I want to see, but I don't think we're getting that again. So like I think these finals are going to be different. Some of it's going to be more puzzle based. Some of it's going to be more. I, I don't know. I feel like whoever I can't remember whoever said it. Devin knew this was his to win. He had to like keep the course. Because honestly, had he had a separate partner like Kiki Cooper from Ari the One, his perfect match, had she been on with him, like he likely would have slowed his pace. Because yeah, where's her call? (laughs)
1: Not his perfect match, Luke. We know it's oh really Ari the One. Hello,
2: oh Rashida, where's her call? Anyways, I'm so off topic. The MTV (laughs) universe is huge.
1: Should
0: we get to the final actually? Should we talk about yeah. the final? <laughs> yeah. I we 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 will I just want to bring up like let's before like I want to talk about Devin and Tori's stories, just their arc real quick. Devin, that first season Rivals 3, he was the first boot. Like they made the final, but he was literally the first boot on his first season. He makes the final as a layup. And he's a joke. He comes all this way over the years. He trains, he gets better, and it's it's the story that you kind of just never saw. You, there was always a path there he was always someone who got a lot of screen time but he just you never believed he could win and then he just does pull it off and like because as much as he would hype himself up there was just a level of like lack of physicality he just never thought he'd get to
2: can i please give tori's arc please yes okay sorry if i'm still in sean but it's perfect corny girl from are you the one she's like the only <laughs> she is
1: I'm sorry. Did you hear that rap about Gio? I don't know. That endeared me to her for years. <laughs> anyway,
2: Sli- slightly corny girl from Ari the one who was likely brought to the challenge because like she was feisty, not expected to do much. She had a boyfriend. It was going to be tumultuous. She killed her rookie season infidelity issues with Jordan, which kind of skyrocketed her in terms of like views. The next season, she doesn't come on, but she comes in as a mercenary, goes against another one of the best rookies we've seen in a while, and loses. That's okay. She comes back for Final Reckoning with her ex, who looks like a powerhouse, and they suck. Is this girl who was supposed to be like this all-star, this great you know, female challenger, really that bad? Does not come back for World of the Worlds. I've, allegedly she was not used. War of the Worlds 2, one of her best seasons, I do not care. I am team Ashley and all of them. I'm not going to name all their names because not all of them, but she had such an arc, even within that season of like overcoming and like honestly being the best girl in that house, only for to be stripped away. Really, such a bummer. Double Agents, she lost her footing. She lost to Anissa. She was over the or she lost to Jenna. She lost back okay. to back. Yeah, Jenna. Oh, yeah. Skip total madness. Total madness. She sucked on that season. Double Agents, she sucked again. It raised the question is Tori even really that good last season? Tori played a great season, not so politically and like socially great as this season should have won, was robbed in the final. That girl was killing the final until Casey won that last elimination and got CT for the last section. She came on this season. She played her cards right. She didn't overstep any boundaries. She had all that conflict with Jordan throwback to her first rookie season, her ex-fiance and maintained calm about it, pulled it out and won it. And as much as I dislike the girl, I think this solidifies
3: her as one of the better female challengers. Boom.
1: That was so enthusiastic.
3: Thanks.
0: (laughs) I loved her tears when she finally like in her confessional when she won. And I think it's a reflection of how difficult it is to win on the challenge. Because as you said, Luke, she comes in that first season, just absolutely kills it. They're calling her rookie of the year. They put her on chance versus stars after one season, when she's not even a champ um, mercenary immediately. And I think we just assumed that she would get anointed very soon after it's a five six years to get to this point and it just like because she thought it was going to happen real fast it, she thought it was going to happen instantly but it took a lot of losses and it took this point and that's when it like it hit and there's just so many players out there who are great players who have not won because a lot of it comes down to luck a lot of it comes down to like you could do amazingly and just things just don't go your way or someone just outdoes you it's so fucking hard to win on the challenge especially when there's only one or two winners and. I just want other people to get that moment, and it was just so beautiful to watch you know her get that win.
1: I think it was a huge combination of humility for Tori because she did come in, and she had c t hyping her up and Jordan hyping her up, and Derek hyping her up like those are those three names alone, like challenge legends, the guys that you want to be running finals with, the guys you want to be paired with, and they were just like all in on Tori and I think i'm ho- I hope losing to Anisa was a wake up call for her in a in the way, in a way. And I follow her on social media. The girl put in the work in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Ladies, take notes. Like Tori lives at the gym because this is her job now. And mm-hmm. she takes it seriously. I loved the moment in the final when she's like Devin's the brain and I'm the brawn. It's <laughs> like yes, sis, that is exactly it. Like that know your role. I just I've always had a soft spot for Tori ever since that rap about Geo and Are You The One. And I know that she does things that drive me crazy, like announcing to TJ in the middle of the final that she needs to fart and then actually doing it. Ugh. But like, there's, I think there's still that D1 athlete in her. She's feisty. She has a lot of heart. She's not going to give up. And she's also not that crazy like some of our females that she's not just going to completely lose her shit.
3: Um congrats. Congrats to them, very much so. Uh
0: very sad for Nani. Um, just because this was her chance. This was this was such a great chance, and I just I've had my heart ripped out as a Nani fan once again. I don't know why I ever get my hopes up. I I'm happy for Devin and Tori. I'm so happy for them. And but that part of me who's been wanting a Nani win forever squash broken this this was the time to do
3: it
1: i'm not gonna lie like it was sad watching her win that defeat that washed over her and like just like kind of just giving up that wasn't actually the part that made me the most angry with her although i was frustrated um but the part that actually made me like shed an actual tear was johnny getting so choked up and so disappointed that he let her down and that they didn't come through um it was a perfect like example of their relationship though cuz it's so chaotic. I wanted to punch him in the face for her multiple times watching this final, but there is that like love there and she obviously can tolerate all his crazy and he can deal with her and all her crazy, but um yeah, this this was it for her. I will be shocked if she gets a better opportunity than this in the future.
2: And it was so sad when he was crying to go back to that. And she's like, it's okay. I've lost twice. Or not twice. Excuse me. 12 times. times. (laughs) Not twice. I've lost twice. I'm used to it. I'm like, oh, gut punch.
0: It really did. It hurt. And giant bananas, like, tears really did hit me, too. And what was interesting, too, is that, like, we talked about arcs. Corey got screwed over on Total Madness. Kenny and West got screwed over on Rivals 1. CT and DM got uh, screwed over on X's 1. Johnny Riley got screwed over a bit on Free Agents uh, with some of the partner stuff. All those worked out in Johnny Banana's favor for, his, for some of his challenge wins. He's used to things just working out at the end for him in these finals. And he was just so broken, especially with Nani, where he just thought things were going to work out. And then they suddenly didn't.
1: Yeah, he had the fairy tale ending written out for her. He knows that she's one of the highest paid females on this cast. He knows that she's had this like really long arc and that she is, I guess, a polarizing figure among fans. I just think some people have bad taste and need to go watch her real world season and get to know her like the rest of us did. But um, yeah, I just I think when you've been production's little pet for a long time, you're used to things. Going in your favor, but they didn't deserve it. They didn't deserve to win.
3: Let's, uh, do we jump into the final now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We pick up, um, they're throwing little chalk balloons from a helicopter onto targets. Um, Devin and Tori have to go first because Benaz and Anani are scared of them. They get 20 balloons and uh, Jordan and to get 15. Benaz and Anani get 25. This was probably fun to do in person. Like, I would probably have fun doing this. But it was just not entertaining for viewers. Uh, and it looked very difficult.
1: That's exactly what I said when I watched it. I was like, I'm sure this would be so cool to do. Like, I would jump at the opportunity to do this. Not the most exciting thing to watch. Um, I think I was shocked that Jordan wasn't better at it. And Bananas was His behavior during this challenge is weird. Like,
0: he looked like like, he's never thrown a ball.
1: Well, also, like, how rough his feathers were, so ruffled. Like, he was so flustered. The fact that he was just, like, not doing it in an intelligent way. At first, in the beginning, Nani looked like she was on fire, but I was like, obviously, you have to throw it way earlier than you think you need to. Like, that's just physics. And I'm not a science person. Like, I read books. I don't. Do the other things. So like <laughs> Yeah. I can talk sometimes too. But um I just he was like getting frustrated and throwing like two at once. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You are you've been here for 30 years at this point.
2: I'll be honest, I checked out. <laughs> just because again, I am going to not complain about this final because I'm I feel like it showcased people's strength and the right people won. However, it's so choppy. Like, I think back to the free agents final. And I think that was a perfectly executed final just because, like, it kept going. And, of course, they had to wait for a partner, things like that. But as a viewer, you could see what was happening here. It was like nothing mattered. Like, nothing mattered until the end. Like, sure, you might have gotten more balls. But, like, can you throw them? Can you drop them at the right time? Like, it
3: just.
1: And then they wouldn't break. Like, right. that. the whole thing was weird. But again, Tori and Devin, communication, poise. Right. I think that was the thing. It was just like, it was simply a matter of like, oh, figuring out what's working and then replicating it. Cer- yeah. Certainly there's a level of athleticism, but like, it's not like Johnny's not athletic. Nani was hitting more earlier than he was. So, and then Jordan can do literally everything. I don't know what happened to him. And Denisa. And she's there too.
0: I actually love Denisa giving Jordan all the balls. He's like, well, if, you know what? If he fucks up, it's on him. He's he's the genius when it comes to this stuff.
1: A Smartest rare, thing she could have done. A rare moment of self-awareness from Anisa.
0: I knew they were fucked when he was like, oh, you want to hit the front of the target, not the middle. I'm like, you don't want to even aim for the target. You want to aim for 10 feet away from the target before you're even
1: there. When he said that, I was like, okay, well, at least if he's aiming for the front of the target, he knows to throw early. But I was just like, no. That's, you've seen what's happened now five times. Maybe adjust this, your plan?
3: This was me. <laughs> he he so, did end up hitting
0: like 40%, I think Tory at 50%, but they had less balls. So it wasn't as bad as Nani Bananas, who were just awful. They were, they were terrible.
1: Bananas was throwing it like he was Buddy the Elf throwing snowballs, but with not, without the accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Something broke in his brain in this final. I swear to God. Like for someone that's been there that many times, I don't know if he was just so like, I have to I have to get Nani to win. But like what? Or I can't lose to Devin. That Maybe that was it.
2: Not perception the whole time. And it probably is a mixture of both. But, but it truly was that like any time before, like when Johnny's home with someone, it's like he really cares about them. Like sure there might be buddies, whatever, but like he's in it for him. He's won seven of these. The man does other shows like he's got money. He's got an NBC show, for God's sakes. Uh, Like, I think he really was like, you know what? I can use my skill, my very specific skill set to get this for this girl. And whenever it went wrong, it like really tanked his mind.
0: He he hasn't been thinking about this show for a while. I think that's what's been like very true this season is that he kind of did detach himself from the challenge in a way where he is working on those other venues and he like before he would do two a day workouts because this was his entire life. And now he's gotten older a bit and you can't just jump back into it that easily. A lot of stuff there, like he does know, but but it's the stuff like that where he's not the same giant bananas.
1: It was weird. He was so flustered. It was kind of unsettling to watch. Like, and I don't mean that in a serious way, but it was just like, uh, what? Where am I? What's
2: going on? Am I on the right timeline right now? All right. Tori Tori and Devin win. They get to choose the order of who gets to go. Uh, I mean, five minutes is a long time. So I think that's adequate, but not really compared to what they were going to. So they chose Anissa and Jordan to go second, which, duh. And then Johnny and Nani to go last. So it was five minutes, then 10 minutes.
1: But they, so they had a 10 minute lead on their real competition
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Nani and Bananas had five minutes to catch up with Tori or with uh, Jordan and Anissa, which judging by the time how it got so dark, by the time they got to their next station, they did that pretty early on and production was just trying to make it look like that's not what happened.
2: Yeah. And getting to that checkpoint did not matter what order you got there at all. Oh. So the penalty was just like for visual effect.
0: Yes. Uh, because then they had to go through a corn maze in the night, uh, find their way to TJ. Uh, Devin and Tori got to go first because they were ahead, but it wasn't a big advantage compared to the other oh, one. Maybe it doesn't matter. Uh, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a sizable like advantage compared to like the opening five, 10 minute runs. It was like a 31 minute, 30 second, one minute difference. Uh, Bananas and Ani go second. And then Jordan and Nisa go third. Uh, How did you guys feel about the corn maze?
1: I thought, like the contestant said, it was so visually appealing. Like there was when they first lit it up and it showed what they were doing. I thought it was really cool. It also was luck—the just the part where I don't know how it was all set up. So maybe there was multiple paths to get to where they needed to go, and it was just whatever. But if it really was the path that to the right was the fastest, then whatever. It would have been cooler if they had to, like, if there was um, questions. I've been to corn mazes before because I live in Vermont, but so there's, uh, there's corn mazes I've done before where there's trivia questions at different stations, and if you get it right, it tells you where to go, and if you get it wrong, you're going in the wrong direction. I think that would have been a cool wrinkle to add to it. Um, And they could have been trivia questions about whatever. It could have been about this season. It could have been about fucking who, what language do they speak in Australia? I don't know. But like, I think that would have been a cool addition. It was fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The only thing I liked were truly the visuals. I thought, Oh, there's that budget. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
2: it really was spectacular to see. And we're going to talk about it later. I know, but like, I was expecting something really grand to occur here. Like, once you make it like it's all, Alan thought this was the case last week. Like there's all these types of obstacles you have to get through to like ultimately. And I guess we kind of got that, but great visuals, lackluster run
1: through. I guess I don't know. All we got, all we got was Johnny screaming at Nani through that entire corn maze. I wanted to kick him in his old man knees.
3: It was it was bad and.
0: It's compounded by like the GoPro footage of like you can't really see them type stuff. Like it's it's interesting because we like the the far the panned out views those are beautiful. The GoPro footage that's just a mess. That just that just throws me off. So it's like we're getting good visual and bad visuals at the same time. That's probably my least favorite part of finals. The GoPro footage. It's just I just don't like it. I mean it's it's the best way to depict to, to them running, but I just still don't like it.
1: My favorite part, honestly, about the whole thing was when. So, like, Tori and Devin get through it first. Yay for them. When Nani and Bananas finally get through and they're not getting along and Johnny's still bitching at her. And Devin goes, if it means anything, like, we've been here for a while. (laughs) And Johnny was so fucking mad. But I was like, yeah. Good.
3: And then here came Jordan and Anissa.
1: (laughs) meandering through the maze. Mm
2: -hmm. That's one way to put it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give Jordan credit because whether it's because he listened to what Anise had to say or production put a bug in his ear that, hey, you're coming off pretty, pretty harsh. And not that he shouldn't be harsh in the situation. He like had no negative reactions. Is this pace good? You feeling good? We're almost there. We've got this, Nisi. Bless his heart. I am not
1: like I don't. I honestly don't give a shit about how douchey Jordan came across throughout this whole final. I think Anissa needs a reality check and all these people telling her she's a beast, all these people telling her she's like an icon, all these telling people telling her how fucking good she is. Like, this woman keeps looking directly in the camera and saying, I want to win. I deserve to win. Do the work.
2: So I'm gonna counter that a little bit, uh, not a lot, because you know I feel very similarly. <laughs> Whoa, but I truly think Anissa was an icon. But the danger of coming back so many times and like doing poorly ruins that. But it was, I think, maybe Tyson from Survivor that said this, maybe Boston Rob. But being asked to go back to Survivor so many times and like, well, what if you ruin your legacy? It was Parvati actually, which came back for Winners at War. What if you ruin your legacy? And she said, this legacy doesn't matter to me. And to this, I will give anybody who comes back and does several of these. They do not care about their legacy. I mean, they probably do to an extent because they're on reality TV. They have egos. But if you're getting paid to show up, I will never fault Anissa for it. But it's that lack of self-awareness that she is like the best thing
0: ever that really is.
1: I deserve to win.
0: Yeah. I, I No, I got to be real. I, when When she said she paved the way. I was kind of like, you were there for the construction, cause, but like I'm sorry, Anissa, your entire like duration, like your entire like you had a long career, but you were always a B minus player at best. Like you were always just a supporting character. You were never as well. Re- like Nani is a relevant character. She, at, like at Nani's worst, she's a B minus character, In a lot of seasons she's a main like strong supporting character. Nissa, at your best, you're a supporting character and you've just been around a long time. And I just, to me, she's just not an icon. Like, I, I'm sorry, she just kind of isn't. She's just someone who was on a lot of seasons.
2: Let me ask this. And this is just, I really don't know your answer. I'm just asking. Do you think if she'd come back from for Dirty 30, had that pretty good season and then been done, would she have like, would she be considered iconic?
1: Not to me. I mean, other okay. people might feel differently. I think that um, she had a storied career I think but again it's like a part of it is because she doesn't make the social social connections and she's not that good at dailies and all these things so she kept getting thrown into all these eliminations (laughs) because she was there
2: yeah and I would even argue that her dailies have been better since her return now I mean she's had lots of daily wins
3: yeah
2: yeah I was just curious I have no clue i I started watching Dirty 30 went back and watched the rest. So like nothing like stood out. I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. I knew what happened. But so because Tori and Devin got there first, they were exempt from going into an elimination, which was super wonky in my opinion. Am I wrong in that? It was weird.
3: Okay.
1: Yes, it was stupid. I don't understand the point of... Okay, so the elimination is... Balls in. Naughty Bananas versus Anisa and Jordan. I always want to say Jordan and Tori. I like putting Anisa and Jordan's names together still does not compute in my head. Um but they had a rope around but we say like like a five foot radius from the center. Once they got in the rope you couldn't touch them anymore. So like what was the point of the rope? I don't understand how that works whatever and then it was first to three but something about like points being answered or unanswered
2: so like if they went through one round and or if they went through several rounds and it was scored like or if it was i don't know basically if you score the third point you had to give the next person their chance to get the third point if it were a possibility
1: even though not even got to go first
2: Yes, like yes. So if Nani would have gotten the third point, Anissa would have had a chance to get the third point, just to have equal shots. I didn't hate that part. I definitely think the whole ring rule was definitely production's way of saying Nani can outrun Anissa. But yes. I know this is where not Na- where Zoe's mad at Nani. I know it
1: this is. This is exactly where Zoe's mad at Nani. <laughs> I have never been more livid with her, watching her. Uh, ever. I was. I. I'm yelled out loud watching this in my apartment. Like I, I was like literally yelled, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and I was like, is 11 seasons too far into a challenge career for you to have like a, Oh, I'm going to learn from this moment because what the fuck was she doing? Oh,
2: and here's where I am going to not falter. I mean, I'm definitely going to falter, but her and Johnny were not going to work because they get under each other's skin. Johnny was right. Nani, next time you go through this, just stop. I know Johnny. I know Johnny. The next time she did it, she made yes. the same mistake.
1: Yeah. So Nani, like as they're setting up for this, I was like, okay, Nani and Anissa balls in might seem like it, it's mismatched, but Nani can definitely beat Anissa. She's faster than her. She can outrun her. She's going to get around her, especially with her bum ankle and, all the things so she does the first time and she obviously forgets that tj had literally just said once you're inside the rope the person can't touch you and she's still panicking at the idea of anisa tackling her once she's inside the rope she fucking misses she does it once and i'm mad i'm like okay does it once And then is it Alan? Remind me. Did Johnny and Jordan? What's the scoring? They, They
0: they both scored a point each. One one. Yeah,
1: and she had stopped Anissa by actually tackling her with some pretty good form. So I was like, okay, like there's she's still in there. Like she just did something really stupid, but the fight is still in there. So they it's one one comes back around. They go again. Anani, Anani jukes her again. She breaks her ankle. She gets in there and does the same exact fucking thing. And I was, I literally said, I was like, this is why you never fucking win. That's what I said out loud. I was so angry. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. And through this, when she has great, like a great idea, let's go for Anissa's feet. If I go for her hip, she's just going to kill me. I love that when the producer asked Anissa, like they were trying to be messy, like, how do you feel about Nani, whatever? And Anissa was like, she wants to win the game. Like, she should do that. I appreciated that.
3: That that's was fun. All...
1: A... I mean, like, I believe Ruby, um, that's how you tackle people who are bigger than you. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's what you have to do. She actually had really good form. I was impressed.
0: Yeah. It was, I, I, I liked her tackling form. And I, I actually did appreciate, I actually really appreciated Anissa this episode. As much as I, as uh, much as I talked like the previous two episodes, this episode, she was weirdly really self-aware, um, mostly, uh, and yeah, not in a good form, And but the second time it happened, I was just like, I was dying on the inside. It made me think there was a basketball player, like in the early 2010s, his name was Thabo Cephalosha, and he just started missing dunks. He just could not dunk a basketball anymore. Every time he got to the rim, he just kept getting rejected. And the guy could jump like 11 feet high. He was, he was a crazy athlete. And that's what it reminded me of. Like him in the NBA finals, missing dunks and Nani missing that. And I was just so, oh, my stomach was turning.
1: Well, I think we also know what it's like to, like to be a Nani defender online. And we have to like, actually try to make people see that she's not bad at this. Like she, she has a ton of ability. There's things that she's good at. And I'm like, I can't defend this. I can't. I can't. This is this is the epitome of what people talk shit about you. Like you just choked.
0: No, yeah, I gotta throw up a meme on Twitter. I got it. I gotta. I gotta. It's gonna be bad. I I hate it. I I do got to give props to Bananas for two one down. Absolutely, just tackling and murdering murdering Jordan to keep their game alive and i i was i was loving watching tori and devon during this elimination because you could tell in their head they're like if jordan and isa win this sign us the check right now obviously they do but they're like sign it right now this is the best thing that could happen to us get bananas and Nani out of here
3: yeah I have the
2: hottest take but i'm saving it for later continue
1: <laughs> no i i too was super impressed with bananas i didn't think he had that in him i think the point about Jordan having on all those clothes because again when I play rugby and I'm trying to tackle someone I can't catch I grab onto their clothes and rip them to the ground. So it's like I he dug deep and he did it for Nani, even though she fucking shit the bed twice.
3: Yeah.
2: Third go round I'm sorry it's not funny but it is funny. It's It's not funny. Forget I said that it was funny. Nani goes. Anissa goes to tackle her. And she just... And you can... Well... I'm going to say it. I don't care. I'm not convinced her knee gave out. I think that Anissa is like a lot of athletes. And when they know that the loss is imminent, they're going to fake an injury because it gives a great excuse. And listen... I can get the rationale behind that. I, I personally can't do that because that I can't like make myself have excuses for myself. But like, I feel like she was like, oh, she just juked me. Let me put on this, the sob story so I can continue to say, had I not like lost my ink or my knee, my ankle, whatever ailment she was pretending oh. or had. I don't know. Please don't get upset with me. I don't want to no. hear about it. I just, Luke. not not y'all. <laughs>
0: I got to say, I think Anissa forgot she was going to go again or had the potential to go again because I thought the exact same thing. I was ready to tweet, Anissa is stealing Nani's moment of victory by faking an injury. And then instead, she gets to go again. And when she realizes that, like, oh, even better, I can have the angle where even if I lose, I'm a warrior who didn't give up. It was... And then she obviously loses. Um... And she talks about her knee and her ankle, and she does actually have a long history of having a bad knee too. That's what's funny too. It's like it's like we make fun of her ankle; she has a bad knee history too. She's getting better shapes. Come on.
2: Hey, do you remember That's Jeff a- Foxworthy, old country comedian?
0: Yeah, was was the cable guy. Whichever one
2: said, "Here's your sign." Maybe later the cable guy. Regardless, Anissa, here's your sign.
1: I was on the same page as both of you when she fell down and started screaming about her. Whatever limb, I don't even care at this point. I literally said shut the fuck up because, <laughs> like, I, again, I played sports my whole life. There was girls on my teams, guys, whatever. That when when the going got rough, they got hurt, and I was just like, "Can just lay there. I don't give a shit. Go to the gym. <laughs> Get yourself in shape. Go to PT." Do all the things. I don't know how big her appearance check is. I know she got paid a lot to be on this season because between her appearance check and her weekly whatever, she made it to the finals. She was there for every episode. Just go. Go to the gym. Pay, pay the money. Or don't come back. Or if you do come back, say, I'm here for the vacation. I'm going to have a good time. Whatever it is, just stop looking directly at me in the camera and saying that you deserve to win when you're not going to do any of the work. And then the whole parade of people talking about Anissa and what a warrior, what a fighter, you're such a beast, you're all these things. And I just like, get me off of this timeline.
2: <laughs> and and uh, like, I'm just going to say this because I fear this every week because we do talk negatively <laughs> about Anissa. We do. Would love to have a drink there. I see her stories where she's out drinking and having pizza at four in the morning and I'm like, fun woman. Also part of the reason that you're not in challenge shape. I so desperately want her to come back and be really good. Like Dirty 30, she came back and I thought she was in great shape. Like she was strong. She was playing social, maybe not great social, but like she was playing social and like it's declined. And I will say, she's talked a lot about her mental health and how she's had to quit some things and that has impacted her weight gain. I so get it. But knowing that and knowing that you don't have to work, oh, great way to fix mental health, not fix mental health, but alleviate symptoms of mental health is to go exercise,
1: so to eat cleaner,
2: to like just whatever. So you can call us haters. I don't care. I am a hater by nature. I just want better for her genuinely. And then I would love to see her come back. Until then, ice that ankle.
3: Bye just I'm
2: so sorry. I just hate everybody being like, you're so mean to Anissa, not us. Like just anybody who speaks about her. It's not mean, it's realistic. You can have favorite people on a show. Zoe's a great example of this and I'm not crapping on Nani, but like she's not gonna claim that Nani's the best thing ever. She can acknowledge her weaknesses. You can love Anissa and acknowledge like, hey, she's not the physical threat that she might have once portrayed herself to be.
3: Anyways, rant is over. I don't want to see any comments. I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Let's funny- go get a drink, Anissa. Okay, done. And the funniest part about all this that technically she went 1 1 with Nani. It's more Jordan's fault they lost, which is, I think, just if we're just counting it score wise, good shit on banana for them. Uh, <laughs> that was
3: weird. Um, are we good? <laughs> okay, we our our, our computers
0: just flashed crazily. We're we're keeping it going. The spirit uh, of Anissa. Huh. Okay, spirit of Anissa, and we go into the next day of the final. Uh Devon and Tori are ready. They are hyped. They are synced in. Bananas and I are like, oh look, we came full circle. But there's just something in their energy where they're like a little bit angsty, a little bit like not all the way there. Devon and Tori, they're focused. They're like this is our win. We're gonna get it.
1: They were so locked in. It was, it was that quiet confidence. It was that trust in each other. It was that faith in their abilities. They were so locked in.
2: This is my issue with the challenge. The right people won, so I'm not going to complain that much about it. However, it all boiled down to one singular event, and the rest of the final did not matter. Sure, winning the elimination and not taking yourself out with the golf ball was very important. But once you got there, you could have been dead last the entire time and had a hell of a three hours and been named a challenge champion. Here is my hot take that I've been saving. There is a universe not that distant where Anissa and Jordan win that elimination and are able to win this last part of the daily. It is not even that far-fetched. I, I, like, I, I, you can't even tell me it is because Anissa's strong. And she's smart. This did not require great deals of endurance. Even if she had a bad ankle, she could pull on whatever that pickaxe, whatever it was. She can move center blocks. She can figure out a puzzle. She can pull chains. She can pull a lever. There's a world where Nisa won this, to which I'm going to backpedal a little bit. I don't blame her for wanting to come back if she knows it's going to look like this. She like Had her and Jordan got here, he could have motivated the hell out of her, and they, she could be a champion.
1: I mean, the fact that they were able to win a not-so-fast elimination together shows that they were very capable of winning this last leg of the final.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And who knows? She would have been like, oh, Jordan, my ankle's been okay the entire time. I just didn't want to run. We're ready right now. Let's get this win. And I'm going to further say this.
2: I would have celebrated an Issa win. I really would have. I would have said, okay, she got her props. You paved the
0: way. The road's closed. Gone. If Anissa won, I'd just be shut the fuck up. Like, I, I would just, she would silence me. There's, like, no other way to put it. I'm sorry, <laughs> though. I, she would. It's just, I've been talking shit, and I'd have to eat my own words. I just, that's what yeah. it comes down to.
1: I'd talk a lot shit about production and how the final was structured if that happened. That's fair. come on. I'm not, no. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever.
0: I, I, I celebrated that John A. win with my full heart, even though I was upset. I was upset.
3: Absolutely. There's a difference
1: between celebrating it and acknowledging that it it was meant to happen that way. Last All-Stars 3, she deserved it. All-Stars 2 did not deserve it. Was I still happy for her? Absolutely.
0: I still drag MJ for that fake way. I don't think he's that great. Whatever. Um (laughs) Okay. So there also I just want to say there oh there's also a world where Horacio and Olivia actually could have realistically won this i mean especially you put them in a balls in against any of these other teams they're destroying them
1: every single one
0: they actually which like leads us next to they get to that final part where they're gonna have to run through this portion and they bring out anissa and jordan they bring out rossi and olivia and her face is broken in five spots and she's getting i think probably the second most camera time out of anyone because <laughs> they keep panning in on her face and they give her confessionals and i thought that was a they were making the most out of that face.
1: She was, I was astounded by her because Olivia is someone that clearly cares about her appearance. She doesn't just walk into a confessional, like without completely being galled up. And I think it was a huge Testament to her as a competitor that she was willing to come back. Their face completely fucked up. She's still beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. she's gorgeous. It doesn't matter, but, I think that was production's way of saying like, we love them. They're not going anywhere. Get used to these faces busted or not.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, it made that anticlimactic ending a little more climactic because like there were people to root for them. It just felt like a really long elimination
3: actually. Yeah. But yeah.
1: I liked that Jordan was there to watch Tori. I thought it was really sweet. All the things that he said about her. And I think it was genuine. I know that like, Jordan's a douchebag and Jordan's this and blah, blah, blah. But like, I do, I think that was genuine. I think he has so much love in his heart for Tori.
0: There is. Yeah. I I love that too. I I love that. Absolutely. And I I, I fully agree with Luke, like the crowd aspect of like, there are so many times where someone wins and they're just kind of standing there with TJ awkwardly. That made it a lot less awkward, especially with the way this kind of died at the end.
2: Oh, I love when Jenny West wins. So uncomfortable in the best way. But yes, it, it made like it because honestly, Anissa is Tori's ride or die. Like, I feel like their friendship felt a little forced at first, but you can't deny their friends like they are friends. Uh, and like Zoe said, seeing Jordan be there was just really great. The right team
3: won.
1: I felt bad for Horacio watching it because he was just like, I could do this way better than at least one team was doing it.
2: Yeah. So let's break down what it looked like. Yeah. The the first room, there were nine. What do you call those things? Spears?
3: Type things
2: that they had to break out from the walls, the ceiling. They really had to wiggle it, whatever, and go put in a platform. Once they finished that, they had to take down 200 center blocks and rearrange them in a pile to create this image on one side that said the challenge with a certain, like, border around it. The logo. After that, they had to pull chains until what? No, they had to
1: dig through the dirt. Okay, and yes. Pull the chains.
2: And then they had to kick through the door and pull a lever.
0: It was intensive. Maybe, maybe the cinder lock should have been the last part, looking back.
1: Yes, agreed.
0: Yeah,
2: I agree as well. Oh my gosh. And that would have been so much better. Like they had to call check once the puzzle was done. Yeah.
1: Or like it's the last part and there's one more piece of drywall to break through, you know, like there's something behind it. There's a vault. Yeah. There's something, but like not really something.
0: It's not that it's not that unfortunately, (laughs) Uh, the first part with the spears bananas was killing it. Him and Nani like absolutely took a very fast lead and Devin and Tori kept calm. It was just great to see by them. They were just they're like, all right, we'll catch up at some point. We're still doing well. We're not doing terribly. Uh, Benaz and Nani start moving the cinder blocks and they have no rhyme or reason to it. Devin immediately sees the strategy. He sees the puzzle pieces with the logos on it. And it's like, all right, we got to make sure these are separate from everywhere else. Benaz and Nani just fucking screwed up.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, here are the pieces with the letters. Here are the pieces that are going to be on the sides because they need to be blank on the end or with with the green paint blank on the end whatever and uh bananas and nani are what they've been throughout this whole final which is like doing their best in a chaotic fashion
2: this is how i know that this season had no like serious production interference in the final because the greatest story would be nani and bananas winning it just would be they could have easily before they started been like okay Look for this pattern. It's got to be this. When you arrange it, do this.
3: That's how I know this is a clean win. They shit the bed. And like, like, I I don't mean, we're just dumbfounded. I don't mean to like
2: rush through it either, but like Troy and Devin kill it and then kill the next several sections and win. But Johnny and Nani just sat there and watch. I know it was probably futile, but like in that situation, do you not say like, do we just do nothing? I guess so if you know it's inevitable, but I don't know.
1: So the thing is, is Johnny's not going to get any flack for that, but Nani is because Johnny obviously has the resume, like he's prov- proven himself. And, and when Nani is the closest she's ever been to a win and you give up. I don't think they had a chance. I think once that puzzle was solved, there's no chance for them knowing they had to rebuild it, not once, but twice. Yeah. Because they had no strategy, no organization to the way they built that puzzle. I still think there's a piece of you that has to think, what's this going to look like on TV? Mm -hmm. And you just fucking keep throwing cinder blocks on the ground and you work for the next thirty minutes, at the most, uh, and try your best. They gave up, and it was clear on their face the second they realized they had to rebuild it. The first time, honestly, I think, but the second time, it was over. Clearly, yeah, and it hurt.
3: Twin didn't put out. I wish
2: there was more of like a big moment when they won. Like, I just, I, like I was missing something big.
1: I think both teams deserved a better montage too, which I don't know that like, <laughs> I think we should have seen more of Nani and Bananas arc together. Mm-hmm. We could have seen them together on XS2. We could have seen them on Bloodlines. We could have seen all.
2: We could have had spring break footage. I know it exists. It, they, it was 2019. Come on. Nani. They were
0: dating in like, 2011 was on like MySpace type photos. I know those exist They're on a Polaroid somewhere. That's what I was hoping got brought out.
1: And there's plenty of footage of Devin and Tori. Like I wanted both of the montages for those two teams.
3: Yeah.
2: On paper, I think satisfying season. I can live with it. Kayla going first, huge bummer for me. But I do think it was time for Tori and Devin. I think it both being their seventh season together. It was fantastic. I don't think this gives Devin necessarily tons of like cred as it goes into another season. I think it does more so with Tori, but maybe I'm being biased. I think Devin's a smart guy and I can't take that away from him. It worked out well, just at the expense of really Nani.
1: Doesn't Devin think he's like top 15 now or something? Yeah,
2: that's insane. He said that's 25, but 25.
1: So. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was 15 or 25 because when I said 15 out loud, I was like, that's crazy. That was
2: Fessy that said that, but he was joking. So, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: 25 is like, I, I'd be hard pressed to name 25 male competitors, honestly. They're so lackluster to me. But, I did uh,
2: it and I did it and commented on his Instagram post and then deleted it three seconds later because I thought, <laughs> let's let him have this. I'm not that much of a hater.
1: They win. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot already, so I feel yeah. like we're
3: at the part where they actually went and we were like, oh, they won.
2: Yeah. 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 Do we have just a couple seconds to, like, just, like, talk about something? Oh, oh, yeah. It, it leaves the question, what is next for the challenge world? I feel like we kind of went to a weird slump with our spy themes. Like, bad slump. I felt like this made an attempt. I know there's a lot of casting people that fell through before the season started could have made it a lot better. I'm not going to put my fist down and say it was horrible. I think it was better than Spies, Lies, and Allies. Personal opinion, where does the challenge go from here? And I don't mean like All-Stars, Global, any which country that has a Paramount Paramount affiliate. Like the main show on MTV, TJ said we'll be back for season 39. We figured. Where does it go?
3: We know. (laughs) It should be X's.
1: X's three, please.
3: I could see them doing a rival
2: season. They won't call it that, but rivals esque after Ryder dies. But here's what I would actually really like to see. Rider dies too. Such a lame name. We could figure it out. Male, male, female, female teams. You end up with four winners, which you've not had in a long time, and we get to really showcase some of these tight bonds that we have. Tell Jenna just to pause for a second. Get her back there with Kay- or Kayla. I'm sorry. Or put Jenna with Nani, Kayla with Marie. There we go. Ashley and Amanda, they'll lose. Love them both. They'll lose. Iconic. Not sure Kara has a friend. Uh, like Nelson and Corey, I'm over them a little bit, but like, can you imagine? Funny. Like, I just feel like there's so many opportunities here to go with this theme that they're giving that could build up to an ultimate rival season. But I guess the real question is what do they put next that builds up to season 40? I don't know. It's a lot going on in my brain.
1: Yeah. Cause season 40 has to be something huge. Right. Right. It, and that's, that has to be some sort of like champion esque.
2: The only issue is we don't have enough female champs or male champs that matter. Cause three of them have won the majority of the show, but
1: yeah, I think it, I think you... Not necessarily Dirty 30, but something along those lines of, like, icons. Like, yeah. you have to be collecting, like, the best of the best for season 40. On a side note, is Jenna pregnant again, or did I dream that?
2: She had a second baby.
1: Oh, so they, she had her second baby? Yes. Okay. I think um, <laughs> we can forget about her coming.
2: Yeah, and that's okay. She 39. seems happy.
1: But, yeah, I... And with that, I love the idea of four winners of two teams, a male, male and a female, female team winning. Although, I mean, if they would include the mess in, uh, and not leave it on the editing room floor, is 3 has such potential.
2: It really does. And I do think that we need a situation. And Joe, don't shoot me. Don't kill me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We need a situation <laughs> with Kara and Tori and Amanda in a house. Sure. Because here's the thing. Those three girls hate each other equally all around the board. Okay. Two of them are going to link up somehow. I could not tell you for the life of me who it would be. Or would it be a, a house split three ways? I don't know. I think it would be such a cool dynamic. Just those three alone.
1: It's interesting to think about because I, my knee jerk reaction is that Tori goes towards Kara. um, Just because. But that would I think would only happen if Kara had any allies. Otherwise I think Tori's just gonna try to fade into the background for a little bit. Um, and she'll just let Amanda and Kara go at it.
2: Tori and Anisa on Rodder does female, female.
0: Okay. I know <sighs> I'm just I'm laughing because they like Tori Tori would just not be calling her a beast anymore. It would just the confessionals of Tori just like very like just shading her the entire time would just be that'd be great
1: she would I mean, make her move to new Jersey, or is she where is she miami now mm-hmm. she'd be like anisa you're gonna come live, live with me in miami and we're gonna go to the gym together
2: honestly i could see it i think anisa likes philadelphia though and i'm happy for her. she's got her people she's got her group and she no makes
1: more. An we don't get to anisa anymore in this podcast
2: fair the philly girl no uh i just i don't know i get excited and i feel like it sometimes sounds like we're being negative but like being able to critique something's part of the fun of it and uh yeah
1: can i talk about one other thing that i'm excited about slash kind of like I'm jealous about olivia and horacio
2: yeah what's going on there
1: what's going on there
2: is it like clickbait that- but it's not really clickbait they're just on instagram
1: Olivia drops a, a bomb on Instagram that she made out with the best prize, which if what she's saying is that she and Horacio are dating now, I agree that is truly winning.
2: Or if she just means to have such a tight friendship, but I don't know the way it was worded. The the ominous post since then she posted a video of him putting his pants on and said, my view greater than, greater than, greater than. And I thought, this is interesting. Can y'all break up before an exus season? <laughs> Brilliant. If they're even dating, who knows? But very interesting. I I know that, I don't know. I've just seen today people call Olivia the next Tori. I do think that Olivia has a lot of friendships she's already made on the show. I do think she has the capability of quickly breaking those down. Sure, she loves the Tori Anissa types. She also really got down with Norris and Mariah. Like, throw in the middle. It's going to get a little bit messy. Don't write her off just yet. She's coming back. Like, there's no way she doesn't after... Her, there's no way either of them don't come back Unless they just don't
3: accept the call See,
1: We do love this show We have a lot to talk about
3: We just want this show to be good Because we've
0: seen it when it's really good And we just want that back in our life We're chasing that high of when this show Was the absolute best And this season wasn't the best We didn't hate it like Spies, Lies and Allies We just want the show to be better We just We're, we're spending our time with it We want better because we've seen better
2: this week or next week, the Challenge Australia and the Challenge UK coming to Paramount Plus. I believe it's the 25th. That's the 20th last podcast. And then March, whatever the second Wednesday in March is or first Wednesday in March. I don't know. You can look it up yourself. Let's Get those fingers moving. The Global Championship on Paramount Plus, which features half a cast of people that you know from MTV and half a cast that you might know from bootleg versions of the other shows. <laughs> sarah lucina's back on our screens Ah!
3: i wish we could reveal the cast but we can't yet we can we can
0: on this podcast yeah can we it's not like released we have there's literally there's a video on this channel i think where we go through where i think i broke it down when it came out people are gonna want people want to know
2: well, if you're still listening, hang tight. Don't report it. All right.
1: Spoiler, spoiler.
0: All right.
3: Don't so, don't
0: don't say
2: the partnerships. That might be too much.
0: Just say no, no, I'm not I'm not going to do that. I, I have it enough. But okay. We got
2: Amber B. Ooh, and as you know, she's pregnant now. Is that a factor in
0: the show? Who knows? God, like Rihanna. Mm-hmm, it's true. A ben from Survivor uh, on Challenge USA. Don't hate. He
2: kind of was not that bad on the Challenge USA. I rewatched I, this former season the other day. It was horrible. I cannot stand him on there, but he was fun on the Challenge USA.
0: He was fine on it, but I don't think he's just a level of competitor to be on this type of show. I thought it was a very jabroni male cast that season, and he was just competent. I don't know. Fuck him. <laughs> I, I don't care for. Him. I mean, I liked. I've actually, I, I praised him completely on Challenge USA. I thought he was the second best guy that season. Against these people, no, I don't. I don't care. Sure. Um, Benjamin Alfonso from the Challenge Ar- Argentina, which got 22 million viewers in its premiere. So I looked that
2: up, and it's actually not 22 million because I thought the same thing because Argentina's population is only 45 million, so it would be like half the country. Oh, okay. I think it's 22 percent of the population, which is still a huge amount. So maybe like 11 million ish.
0: Okay, that's that's a lot though. Yeah. The, that's than that's listening to this podcast.
2: If that's wrong,
3: correct
0: me down below because I just Googled it once. That's a, that's a lot regardless.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if it was 2.2 million, that'd be a lot. I mean, okay. Yeah. Uh, Claudia Albertario from Challenge Argentina. She kind of looks like Ashley. Might have to root for Kind of does. I agree. Danny McRae, uh, husband of Kiki from the Challenge USA. Rewatched his Survivor season recently.
2: Like more than I
3: did the first time. He won USA. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, Darrell. Is he on the show? Yeah, he is. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
0: uh, (laughs) I love Darrell, but his last few showings have just been depressing.
1: He's just old, guys.
0: I'd love to hang out with him. I'd love to get a beer with him.
1: Absolutely. I'm here for that.
0: Emily Seabomb from the Challenge Australia, and it looks like she's an Olympian she is going to be chaotic. I don't care.
2: Like she was just very entitled and like didn't have that many friends. Although she is now with one of her other castmates from that show. Like they're in a full fledged relationship. She seems very happy. I think she's going to have a good showing to be honest. Like she's, she's like Jenny West, but like a little bit more fun. And I like Jenny West. That's not a, that's not a diss, but yeah.
3: I
0: appreciated Jenny West waking up at like 2 AM uh, British time just to like live tweet the challenge. I appreciated that. Grant Crapp from Challenge Australia
2: was not a fan. I think casual viewers will like him because he was very much all about like I'm winning this for my wife and my child. You know, he got into some drama too. So like, who knows? Hit or
0: miss. Okay, Nat, I don't. I don't like his photo. I'm not gonna lie. He, he's. I mean, very pretty guy. I just don't like his. I don't know. I don't trust him. Jody Weatherton from The Gauntlet 2 uh, and Winner of The Gauntlet 2 and The Duel, uh, back from Challenge All-Stars 2. And Jody is like one of the most chaotic cast members there's ever been. She's just so naturally messy. Is she
1: still naturally messy at this point?
0: You can get under her skin really easily and then she breaks and she's just a chaotic mess.
1: That's
0: true. I, I people-minded. <laughs> She was like the hookup queen back in the day. Like nobody, nobody talked about her that way, but she was just racking up numbers like like fessy.
1: And having a good time though. Like mm-hmm. it was just like now girls on the challenge would get dragged through the mud for that, but like she was just living her best life at age 21, 22, whatever she was. Maybe 19, knowing MTV back then.
3: God
0: damn it. Johnny bananas uh oh just watched him lose. Spider dies uh, in tears. What a fucking loser. Yeah. Next. He should be on the show. He has to
1: be there, right? Like, he
0: has he to. does. He, he has to be here. He definitely has to be here. I'm happy to see him on. Fuck him. Uh, next up, we got John A. Winner of All-Stars 2 and 3. First place, All-Stars 1. Trying to keep up the win streak. I love me some John A. Give me all the John A I need in my life. So glad talk- she agreed.
1: Yeah, talk about a redemption arc.
0: God, she looks great. Next up, we got Jordan. Back again. Uh, just came in third place on Ride or Dies. One of the best to ever compete on the show. He has to be here.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Justine from Love Island and Challenge USA. She just made the final. Uh, kind of underwhelmed me a little bit in the final, but she had a great season. She's smart. She's athletic. I love Justine. And
1: to be fair, everyone was underwhelming in that final. <laughs> That's,
0: yeah. yeah. I agree. Casey
3: is back. Uh, yeah. I just sorry. Yeah. Kaz Crossley from the Challenge UK.
1: Who is?
2: Low Violin UK. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, she is. Yeah, I get your sound. I get your name. Sorry.
1: Who is Theo Campbell's ex girlfriend?
2: Here's what I'm excited for. The lore behind her has been so much because she's been on people's fantasy casts for years because she is Theo's ex and because she was on Love Island and because she used to train with Georgia and Jordan in Thailand. Sneaky. She's going to be like she's got connections that people wouldn't assume she has.
1: And I don't think it ended well. Mm -mm. Her and Theo.
2: Although somebody told me they were on X on the beach together and it wasn't chaotic, it's a little bit of
0: a letdown. But mm. okay, I'm excited for her. I'm excited. We got lore going on. Uh, Kellyanne coming back after making the final on Challenge All Stars three, and she's incredibly chaotic at all times.
1: Yes, that is an understatement.
2: Just don't put a star in
0: front of her. So
2: I
3: actually
0: Zo- not- don't hate her. So I'm not. I, like, no. I I love Killian. Zoe has
3: a lot of Killian thoughts.
1: I I just think she's crazy. Like, and again, that's why she makes good TV. She's she's cracked though. Like she is straight up cracked. I don't know, and the, I don't know if she knows that about herself, which is the part that makes me the most worried.
3: I love
0: it. We got Kiki Morris from the Challenge Australia. I watched one episode. I very much enjoyed her.
2: Love her. I hope her back is healed because it was really messed up and she still won that show. She is fantastic. She is beautiful in a bimbo way. And that's not me being degrading. She said it herself. Ever since she won that show, she's been parading around the islands in the Caribbean. I love her.
0: Hell yeah. Next up we got Nathan Henry from the Challenge UK.
2: Yeah. He's been on a lot of TV shows. And I feel like he's on something else right now that I shouldn't say. I can't remember. But yeah, he's reality TV person,
0: personality for sure. That's an interesting face. Uh Nelson, which is the most, I think, out of nowhere casting. Um I, why is he here? He's a two time finalist. And like the last time he was in a final, he got absolutely destroyed.
1: There's too many options from the male side for champions for Nelson to be there. And then maybe he's just there for CBS or is it on CBS or is it on Paramount?
3: Paramount.
1: Maybe he's just there for Paramount to be able to make fun of him. But like
2: I, f- I feel like where the other shows brought on like their MVPs because they aren't champs, they had to do that to an extent, but I don't think they had to do that. But anyways, Nelson's there.
0: Nelly T Scubanelli. He, he was like the biggest part of the last two like posters of season of the challenge. So he just might be production's just favorite now. I don't I don't know. I I like Nelson, but I we're oversaturated with them. We need a break from him. For like a couple of years, maybe. Next up, we got Nia, who we just saw come in third place on Challenge All-Stars. I mean, the basis of that season was you had to make a final to be on the cast, and she had never made a final. And now we're looking for like champions, mostly, and she's never won a championship. Chaos, though. Maybe. I don't know.
2: Oh, I guess she did technically make a final, but got kicked off. Uh, I wish her health had been not bad for ride or die, And she could have been on there with Jordan would have changed the whole season. I think for better or worse, not sure, but whatever she'll be there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't hate her. I just think that he there's makes, a little bit
1: of- her being there makes less sense than Nelson
0: to me. Yeah. And as much as like that drama was there back in the day, she was mostly underwhelming on all stars three.
1: Yeah. She just kind of started throwing a temper tantrum towards the end. Once she, once the game got real and things were unavoidable.
0: She wasn't very good in the challenges either. That's like a very, like, she was not good.
1: Yeah.
0: um, Whatever. Uh, Rodrigo Cascón from Challenge Argentina. Next. Don't know anything about him. Sarah Lucina. Uh We have one of our Skype calls from back in the day that's literally titled Fuck Sarah Lucina. So that, you know, that
3: says a lot.
1: Yeah, she's, in terms of people from, like, I don't count her in Challenge World, but, like, in terms of people I hate the most, she is second.
2: Yeah. Um, I just rewatched Game Changers. I can't wait to be let down by her again. I like Tron Game Changers, but, yeah.
0: Check the chat. I just sent the photo, uh, of the person. and I'm just I'm laughing at how bad of a photo this is. It's Sarah Lucina. Next, I'm scared. I'm
3: yeah, sorry. Can we move on? Oh, excuse me. Uh,
0: Sophia Juji Jimenez from Challenge Argentina. She looks was re-
2: She was recently in the news or on TikTok because something happened on a news whatever. You can look it up yourself. Very interesting. I think she's popular in Argentina.
0: She looks gorgeous. Uh, Tristan Phipps from the Challenge UK. No clue. Theo Campbell, uh, back for the first time since War of the Worlds 2. That's going to be interesting. I mean, the last time we saw Theo, he was an absolute elite competitor.
2: He was, and his ex is there, and Jordan's there, and even Bananas is there. I think that his presence alone, as much as he irks me and has bad opinions, will make this a season that possibly is worth watching.
1: Yeah, Theo's been really desperate to come back on the challenge for a real long time now, um, saying he'll show up for free. Uh, I don't like him as a person, but I think that he is enough of a douchebag to make this kind of fun to watch. But I really am hoping I get to watch him lose. Same.
3: Uh,
0: he, I, I do love the drama side of him too because he just he gets into it with everyone. He had like seven potential rivals if they did a rival season back in the day. Like he was he was getting into it with everyone. He's a cocky bastard, but he is very good at this show. Uh, next up, we got Tori Deal coming off a win on Ride or Dies makes sense. Yeah,
1: she's got to be there, especially with Jordan there and Naya.
3: I- yeah, all the things. Next up, we
0: have Troy Cullen from the Challenge Australia. Picture Casey, but shorter
2: and with a bad haircut.
0: So, Kenny Clark.
2: I'm sorry, Casey's
1: beautiful. So I know we're in share blood, but that's about
2: it. Here's what I will say, Troy. He thought critically, and he did make some moves to backside people at points to benefit his game, as opposed to like blind friendship allegiance. So we'll see.
0: I'm excited. I mean, what, what's the type of jersey he's wearing? What sport was he playing?
2: No clue. He's like a ninja. they called him ninja sometimes, and I got really bad flashbacks.
0: We got the winner of Challenge All-Stars 3, Wes Bergman. He's on the cast.
2: Oh, well, I mean, okay, that makes sense, but it solidifies something I'm
0: going to say after this.
1: So we're going to have I'll... a little bit of the Johnny West show. Mm-hmm.
0: It makes sense coming off the last win, but yeah. And now we have yes Duffy, winner of challenge all stars one. Yes is an absolute king. I'm glad to see him back. Is that it? Oh no, we got we we got we got one more. Okay, uh, Zara Zafoni Zaffoni from the challenge UK. Go to her Instagram. She's rich. She lives a good life.
2: When they filmed the reunion in uh, London. A bunch of the challengers were parting with her. seems like a cool girl. I'm excited. We're going a little bit long, so I just want to say this. It does not make any sense why Devin was not on this season.
3: Great.
2: Because he just won. Like, if we have all these other winners of the past season, including All-Stars 3, with West being there, with uh A, why is Devin not there? Also, Kellyanne could have easily been replaced with Jenny West, Kara, uh, Ashley, I know every single one of them would have said yes to this. Jenny was an alternate.
1: Naya too.
2: Yes, that's what I mean. Like, they all could have. Nelson, like, Nehemiah. Brad was an alternate. and was not used. Like, uh, anyways,
0: we'll see. It just does feel like those, like, lesser players who have been added to the cast are just there to make sure it is the Johnny West show. So that they go a little bit farther and they get as much as they can out of them. It's frustrating. I agree. Devin should be on this season for sure.
1: Yeah, he deserves that much at least.
3: One last thing. Okay. They gave them all $38,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Which it's a nice gesture and like very cool of them to do it. I'm not going to slander Devin and Tori for doing that. They shouldn't have to do that. They shouldn't no. like they shouldn't feel any requirement to that MTV. Just pay your finalists. They made it this far. Just give them 20, 30, 50 grand each. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have to give them part of their own winnings.
1: I agree one million percent.
2: And it shouldn't be applauded by TJ either, like last season the choice, you guys are doing this willingly. No. If the next season whoever wins wants to keep it all, I'm gonna say good on you.
3: That's yeah. what was we'll set up.
1: I do think there was an element though of Tori and Devin knowing that they were so insulated because of the people they aligned themselves with and I think that they felt a certain responsibility there and I think it also looks good on TV but um I agree they're
2: all ride or dies
1: yeah I agree with Alan though MTV pay your finalists stop with this like one person gets everything kick them 50k kick them 25k you have the money shut the fuck up yeah
0: and okay one thing I lied we got another thing not a, like, we're going to do a, a spoiler here. Just, you're this fun of the podcast, spoiler here. Challenge All-Stars 4. Apparently the winner, the winning prize pool is now down to $250,000. What the fuck is going on? For one that person. Is, for one, one person. $250,000? One. People are leaving their kids with sitters for, like, three months, and now they're, you're only getting two hundred fifty grand. What the fuck is going on?
2: And yeah. imagine if you're the best opposite sex of whoever the winner is and you just have to split $50,000 with the rest of the finalists. Cause that's what the consolation prize is. I'd be so upset. But no, anyways,
1: I, I hate Zach Nichols, but the fact that he didn't win vendettas is fucked up.
2: I hate Natalie Ninja, but the fact that she didn't win war of the worlds one is messed up.
1: It's yeah. Like
0: imagine you're, uh, Durrell coming in second, pl- I mean, second place on Challenge All Stars and having to split the same 50k with Big Easy walking up that mountain. Ugh. If you're Kellyanne and John A hadn't split that money with Anissa walking up that mountain, it's gross. And just what are we doing here? We can't, we can't be going backwards with prize money.
2: Stop doing all these iterations or shows if you can't give proper money.
1: Or just, like, don't invite Nisa back and throw her appearance check at somebody else.
3: True. Just don't invite Anissa back.
2: That's the moral the- of this <laughs> entire podcast. The moral of the season. Yeah, that has been
0: the moral. Yeah. Well, it was great doing this season with you guys. Uh, I love you all a lot. <laughs> I appreciate everyone who's listening to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make, yeah, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Uh, Drop a like on this video if you're 78 minutes in. Uh, (laughs) Follow Zoe on Twitter at Zoe Trimbo. Follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. Me at The Alan Agiri. Any last words? None.
1: Until next time.
3: Bye.